0: Welcome to Trace Podcast, episode 19, Little Girls. I'm your host, Tracy Turner. Thank you so much for joining me. So today is Friday, um, May 21st, and on Wednesday, after I was leaving the doctor's office, my best friend of 40 years called me. Um, He was calling me about some information but oh one thing before we start I'll I'll just say at the doctor's office so on June 5th I go for my second COVID vaccine and so what I have been told by you know a couple people that I work with is they were saying to take vitamin zinc 3,000 milligrams of vitamin C and D3 vitamin seven days every day up until, you know, you get your second vaccine, then what will happen is you won't have as much side effects. You know, like the, you know, after you get the COVID vaccine, depending on what you get, you, sometimes the reaction is, you know, the dizziness, chills, and all that other stuff. So, they, she was saying, or the couple of people that I talked to was saying, if you take these, you won't have the side effects, or you'll have very little. So, I was like, I'm going to try that. So I brought it up to my doctor and I asked her and she said she hadn't heard that, but all of those vitamins are immune boosters. So she doesn't see, you know, a problem with it. And I was like, well, does it interfere with anything that I have going on? And she was like, no. So I'm going to try that. Just a little tidbit. She asked me, she actually asked me to try it and let her know the outcome that I had. So I told her I would. But just a little tidbit for you all who are deciding to get the vaccine and then you got to go through the two-step process, um, try that and see if it works. Um, So, or bring it up to your doctor and then if your doctor says, okay, try it, try it. Um, And another footnote, this has absolutely nothing to do with the podcast. It's just something that popped in my head and I was like, oh, let me bring it up, but anyway, so um, he called me, and we were talking, and then, like, I've known him over 40 years, and he has always been pretty much the same guy, um, in that he has always been funny, um, I remember when we were teenagers, like, still in high school, and that's when Sade came out with The Sweetest Taboo, and we were playing the Sade, um, either CD or cassette, whatever we had, And he got up and he performed for me and my sister. And he had that little ponytail because we had a fake ponytail. Um, Anyways, so funny. He's always just been that guy, you know, that is kind, that guy who cares about the consequences of his actions. He's always been loyal. He's always been faithful um, as far as being committed to, you know, the relationships that he builds with people around him. So he's always been this guy, like over 40 years, still the same guy. He's been married, divorced. Um, I remember when he got married, and I did not like his wife for him because I always thought she would be selfish and whatever he wanted, you know, in the relationship, I never thought she would reciprocate. I never told him this. So when I talked to him after a few years, and you know, he was talking and I was like, I always knew she would be this way. Everything that I always said, and what I always knew is what she did. And I told him that and he was like, if you had told me the truth like this, like the way you just finished telling me, I would have listened to you because I know you love me. You know, and so that's why to this day, I do not, not, if asked, I do not, not tell the truth to save someone else's feelings. You know, sometimes people are not aware to hear what you have to say, but if you ask, I'm always honest about it. Um, so anyway, so we were talking, and, you know, this is just who he is. He's really a good guy. He's always been a good guy for the four years that I've known him. So he's talking to me, and he's telling me about, you know, the relationship that he has with this guy, with this girl, and or, or lady, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. So he's telling me about her, and then I'm listening, and it sounds just like the last person that he was with. And I was like, you know, this sounds like a reoccurring theme. Um, this is the same thing with the other person, is that they, she couldn't believe how much of a nice guy that he is and that he's being real with who he is. Like, that's who he is. And so I'm listening to this story and I'm seeing the same theme. And I said, well, she doesn't sound very confident to me. And he said, oh, no, 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 no. She's very confident in who she is. I said, she is confident in her work, who she is as, you know, she works, whatever she does. She may be confident in that. She could be confident in her, the way that in which she is a mother, Um, She could be confident in other areas of her life. But in her personal life, as far as choosing a mate, being in a relationship, she is not confident. And I say that because of her actions. I'm saying that because the way that she's pulling back from you because she's waiting for the other shoe to drop. You know, because some guys can be really nice for a very long time until they get what they want and they got you so roped in that you don't even see what he's doing. I said, so she's holding back and she is not as confident in her choice of mates as she, you know, may mask so that you can, you know, so it's not as confident as the mask that she presents. And I said, I'm basing that off of the actions. And um, I remember when he was talking to me a long time ago and I told him, you know, just be patient. Just keep being patient. And she'll eventually see who you are because I know who you are. You know what I mean? So he's doing that. He's enjoying it. But he's just like, I feel like she's pulling back. And I said, yeah, she's just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Went until she finds out there is no other shoe because, you know, you're so, you're so who you are. Who you present is who you are. He's, he's always been that way. Always. But that got me to thinking about women who don't trust themselves enough to know that who they are and who that person is are two separate beings. You know, like a lot of times when women are in relationships and you know, like the guy cheats or he's a liar or he's a you know, sometimes uh physically abusive or emotionally abusive, what women do is eternalize that these are the things that she deserves and these are the things that she is prompting him to do. Like if your dude is a cheater. That has absolutely nothing to do with you. Absolutely nothing. Nothing in your shortcomings. Um, If it's a conversation that, conversations that you've had and you still haven't conformed to the way that he likes or you all can't come to a compromise or you can't see where he's coming from, that still has no bearings on you. That is another adult who needs to take um accountability for their actions it has nothing to do with you it has nothing to do with you that he won't come to you and be honest and say you know i think i want to see other people and you know men don't do that for several reasons maybe because you know they're they don't they don't want to deal with the emotional part of what women do but you always have to give them the space so if that's something that they want to do you don't act emotional even though you know it could be a very emotional thing but you have to hear him when he says that so I think a lot of times women internalize the difficulties in their relationship as it all as it being all on them and that's not the that is not the truth. There's two people in that relationship. You need to own your part and unpack, but you do not need to take all of the blame. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to unpack the situation and see how you you, and who, who you are ties, right? And then you have to keep it separated from who you are. Are as a person like I am kind, but he took your t- kindness for a weakness, it is not your problem or something that you need to carry because he took it as a weakness, and you need to hold on to your kindness because being a kind person is important, especially in personal relationships. Kindness is important, you know. So, you've got to see. Where did where did my reaction or my actions cause this relationship to get to where it is? And then you unpack it, um, your part. You know, you don't take the full responsibility of the relationships going to the pits. Because it wasn't all on you. Any point in that relationship, he could have taken a stand and been honest. Even if the honesty is, you know, you're not it for me. This is not a relationship that I see in my future. Those are hard things to hear, hard things to deal with. But regardless of the emotions that you are going through or he goes through, when he finally unloads his truth, it does not negate what he is saying and he is telling you. When he says, this is not a relationship I see in my future, that is not an excuse or a reason for you to go harder. Some women like, oh, well, let me, let me be more accessible to him. No, he has given you his truth. Hear him. Don't try to change his mind. No, grown man needs you to change their minds let him go out there experience it maybe he'll find what he's looking for maybe he'll realize that you were the best thing for him well that's not your problem that's on him those are his actions those are his thoughts your thoughts your process needs to hear what he's saying and detach and untangle yourself with him however that looks you know whether it's financial if y'all live together have a business together, whatever that is, you need to hear him and release him. You know, a lot of times when men are honest about their feelings, it's like women feel the necessity to hold on tight, even tighter, right? And that's not it. Or they give concessions that really go against who they are. And that's not it either. To be honest with you, I think this ties back to us as little girls and the relationship that we had with our parents. Like your mother is the first woman that you will ever love. And a lot of things ties in our relationships with females. Other females, you know, that we meet in life. The same thing goes for our fathers. Like, our fathers are the first men that we ever love. You know, whether he's inside and a present in our lives or not. You know, I wrote in a post today on my Facebook page. And I believe it's true even to this day. I think this is so true Um, in my act- in. I think this is so true in a lot of things. What I said in the post on my Facebook page, maybe I'm going to put it in my um, Instagram too because a lot of people don't have access to my um, personal Facebook page. But on my uh, personal Facebook page, I I put, I never had a dad that would choose me. He always chose himself. Little girls need that because somewhere inside, it unlocks that they can be chosen and are worthy. A hardworking mama can't unlock that. And that's the truth. Your mom can't unlock the things in which a father can by him being present in your life. And presence, I don't just mean someone who is there every day or not there that's not the presence that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the presence in which the present in which you show up when she has a recital and you choose her over, you know, a business meeting or a business trip because her artwork is at the mall. And so you all gather, you know, and you as the father make a big deal and you all go to the mall to see her her artwork and you give her flowers because that's so, you know, she did such a great job. And then you all go to, you know, dinner and celebrate, you know, her having her artwork in the mall. It's the dad showing up and sitting down with his daughter when she's 17, 16, and she has a boyfriend that her father doesn't like. And he sits down and he talks to her and he says, you know, you know what I love about you the most? It's just how smart and kind and funny you are. I love all your little quirks. And you know, I have to be honest, I don't like your boyfriend. I don't think he's worthy enough for you. But you know what I do? Love and know is that I trust your judgment. And I'll always be here for you. That's what I mean by in your presence. Like the presence of your father. It's there. And he's choosing you. You know, I, um, I've i told Terrence a few times. I don't need you to choose me. I know you love me. Even when you mess up, I know you love me. That is not ever in a question. What I want you to do is to choose Kaya. She needs that. You know, right now, you know, in her informative years, she needs to know that her father chooses her. And her father thinks she's special and she's smart and she's kind and she's funny and she's creative. You know, and you show that by spending time with your kids. I don't care what you could provide for them. I don't care what you can't provide for them. What your kids need in their mother and father is your time. And the things that a father can give to a little girl unlocks certain things in which she applies when she's dealing with these men that are out here in the world. You know, whether she chooses a man who cherishes her or she chooses a man who is disrespecting her and she steps away. That's the love that that father um, unlocks for her. You want to know why? Because she understands that she is worthy enough to be chosen by the right guy and treated by the right guy and create an atmosphere and a life that they both deserve. A lot of the self-worth issues that are prevalent in women and the choices in which they make these choices in mates is unlocked and demonstrated by the relationships that they have with their fathers. Fathers are so important. That's why when you're choosing to have kids, you need to make sure that the mate that you're choosing will be present, whether you all are together or not, and doing what's necessary to create a level balance person. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like he just keeps choosing women who have gone through so much. I And I think it's because of our age, because we're both 54. So, you know, people have lived a life in 54 years. They've had some bad relationships, but it's difficult for me to watch him go through this because I understand who he is. I understand the fullness in which he is trying to care and be present and do what he thinks is best, so that she understands him, and it he they it she understands it enough, so it's fully reciprocated. And if they keep pulling back, how will he get the love that I know that he's always wanted? So you know. That's my two cents on that part. But that's why I keep telling him to be patient and see, you know, see if she finally stops holding back. You know, so sometimes we as women fall into the, not necessarily faux pas, but we fall into the category of believing the hype that most men's cheat, that most men are not gonna accept you for who you are. And that is, not, that is not the truth. Yeah, there will be some jokers, but it is up to you to handle that and understand that them being jokers has nothing to do with you and what you're offering. It has to do with them and what they're offering. It has to do with them and their emotional immaturity. You know, it takes an emotionally mature person to have a balanced and healthy relationship with the opposite sex or their love partner. That's what's required is emotional maturity. And a lot of people don't have that. A lot of people don't. A lot of people do are <laughs> just not emotionally mature enough to have an adult and balanced relationship. And that's something that we have to work on. I'm going to take a quick break and I will be right back. Thank you. Welcome back to episode 19 little girls I'm gonna go ahead and finish this podcast because I was about to go do something I was like oh my god I'll forget my train of thought so in the last segment I spoke about you know my husband choosing Kaya um and I wanted to give that a little more clarity to what I was saying what I was saying, what I mean is when something is happening and it involves me Kaya and him, you know, whatever that thing is in the future or even now. Um I always tell him to choose Kaya. You know, because I'm an a I'm an adult. I can handle whatever happens, but I need him to choose Kaya, you know, so that she understands her value from her father's eyes you know like I know that he loves her and she he is you know really proud of her and the things that she's accomplished in the 16 years of her life but I I, I tell him I know that because I understand you but you need to express that to her and let her hear it and feel it so that she understands that her value holds weight to the first man that she's ever loved. You know, I don't need that. You know, I need you to show up and be present for our kids. You know, that's what I tell my husband. I don't need him to choose me. I can take care of myself. And if I can't take care of myself, then I understand where to stand so that my God can take care of me. You know what I mean? So I want him I always want him to understand that I I always want him to understand that I understand the importance that we play in our kids' lives. You know, I get that. So I don't need him to choose me. I need him to choose Kaya or Joshua if, if, for that matter. You know what I mean? Um What I need him to do is to show up every time for her. And I need him to be present when he shows up. And, you know, what I need for my husband, which is something totally separate, is that when something happens and he sees me off kilter, you know, a little bit different, something that's going on, then I need him to be smart enough to pray for me and over me and over our family so that balance is restored. You know, so it's important in who... You choose as your kid's other parent it's not just about having a baby and having to come up on child support uh, <laughs> I know it is important to be a provider in your your kids having a safe place to live go to school go to go to good schools, have what they need. but the most important thing that your child needs and can never be substituted. Or is your time. Spending with them, cultivating them, growing them into balanced human beings, that's the most important thing. You know, a lot of women have um, self-worth, self-worth issues in this day and age because there are a lot of single parents and a lot of fathers missing in action, And, you know, they could be missing in action because the mother is pushing them away and keeping them at arm's length. Sometimes it's necessary. A lot of times it's not because that is their other parent. There's something that they're supposed to teach them and show them. And sometimes, you know, sometimes absolutely nothing because they are just that much of a messed up person. And that's something that, you know, you and the child has to deal with. So I named this little girls because little girls need certain things in them unlocked by the mother and father in which, you know, they were born. And a lot of things that little girls need to have unlocked is from the father just by him being there and choosing her and showing up, taking her to the park, going skating, learning how to skate, being her skating partner, you know, just going through the process. They, you know, little girls need their fathers. And, you know, a lot of times when people, women have that self-worth issue, regardless of the mask that they put on, it can be traced right back to Their father either being present or not present in their lives. And not present in their lives can still mean that every day he came home for dinner, from work, you know, came home from work and had dinner with everyone. And that still means, can mean that he is not present. You gotta think about that. You gotta come, you have to really think about what you are cultivating in your home with your little kids when they're little. You know, don't try at 21. I mean, you could try at 21, but a lot of things are missed. And in those informative years, they need their mother and father actively in their lives. And you know, that's male male or female. But this is about little girls. And this was inspired by, you know, a very worthy man possibly not getting what he has deserved because the the woman that he's chosen to have an exclusive relationship is holding back. Are you that woman that's holding back from a really good man? Not all men are dogs. Not all men cheat. Not all men don't choose their family. Not all men don't know what they want. You know, you got to take those stereotypes that people like to put on men and see the man that is in front of you. All right. So thank you for so, <coughs> look at me, going over my words. Thank you so much for joining Trace T. I'm your host, Tracy Turner. I hope you all have a great weekend. Take care. Bye.